Hey everybody, Richard here. Thank you for clicking on episode 16 of the Enlightened Investing Podcast. In today's episode, Types of Stocks Part 2, we're going to be discussing what an IPO stock is, dividend stocks, a strategy called ESG investing, blue chip and penny stocks, and more, so make sure to listen to the whole episode. Happy Friday and welcome back everyone to episode 16 of the Enlightened Investing Podcast, your educational podcast about the stock market. So once again, we have Mr. Reagan McAllister with us today. Sir, thank you so much for being here. So all right, let's get into it. So we'll start the episode out with what is an IPO stock? IPO stands for initial public offering. So an IPO stock is the first stock of the company that's available for widespread distribution. The company wants to raise money for its operations, or in some cases, original shareholders want to cash out. Stock brokerages, usually in a joint venture called a syndicate, agree to sell the stock. They agree to underwrite the sale. That is to guarantee to the company that they will sell all the shares at one time or buy the shares themselves. A price is negotiated between the company and the underwriters. The price may change up until the last minute based on market conditions and how much demand there is for the shares. When the IPO is complete, the shares start trading in the open market. Sometimes they go up immediately, sometimes they fall but usually the underwriters have insisted on a price that is close to what investors are going to be willing to pay in the aftermarket. Okay, thank you. So a price is negotiated between the company and the underwriters, and they come from like financial institutions, investment banks? Yes, the, okay. the underwriters are, are all investment banks typically. And the negotiation also includes what their commission on the sale of right. those stocks is going to be. But then they go, once they've made the deal with the company, all of their individual stockbrokers go out and start calling their customers uh-huh. and say, we're going to have an IPO of this company and this is our target price. If their customers say, we're not interested in that price, then they go back to the company and right. say, we can't sell it, we're going to have to lower yeah, the price. I understand. So when the price is decided on, you said it's usually close to what investors would be willing to pay in the aftermarket. What exactly is the aftermarket? Well, typically these shares are going to be traded on either a stock exchange like the New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ. So as soon as the IPO is complete, the stock is released by the syndicate and starts trading on whatever exchange they have prearranged for it to trade on. So that's the aftermarket. It's just like the regular stock market. At oh, that point. okay. Thank you. So we've discussed dividends before, and they are important characteristics of stocks. What is a dividend stock and a non-dividend stock? And how might this factor risk and whether or not you buy? Companies are not required to pay dividends, but investors can only make money off their investment two ways. One, by receiving dividends or by selling the stock at a higher price than they purchased it at. So companies paying meaningful dividends are usually more mature companies with stable cash flow. They pay out a portion of their earnings each year. Non-dividend stocks are usually younger companies that want to use all of their available cash flow 
to grow their businesses, not to pay out the shareholders. If their plans are good, the business grows and becomes more valuable, rewarding the shareholders through higher stock prices or ultimately through dividends. Dividends are paid out of companies after tax earnings and are then taxed again as dividend income to the investor. In recent times, investors have typically preferred for companies to reinvest their earnings, sometimes even in open market purchases of their own stock, to encourage higher earnings and higher stock prices rather than paying out large dividends. Gains on higher stock prices are not taxed twice and in fact get favorable capital gain tax rates. Yeah, 100%. And I'm glad that you mentioned that you can make money on a stock through dividends or when you sell it. And I think we're going to talk about that more on the next question. So although income stocks can refer to dividend stocks, they can also refer to something else. What are income stocks? What is their risk level like? And what types of investors are they best suited for? Well, income stocks generally pay dividends or there are other ways they can return cash to their shareholders. And they try to increase their dividend every year in the event that they are, are just paying dividends. They're usually more mature companies or they have been designed specifically to generate income. Uh, real estate investment trusts, REITs, are an example of the latter. Income stocks are geared for those investors who are trying to maximize their current income with the least possible risk. Think about a retired couple who want current income, but who are not very concerned about what the value of their investments are after they're gone. Right. And I'm so glad you gave that example because a retired couple's preference of dividend stocks could be very different from, say, mine, because they want to conserve wealth. I'm young and I'm aiming to gain wealth and I'm not holding stocks for years and years. So I'm going to take a little bit more risk because I'm young enough right now that I can take a loss and still have plenty of time to rebound from that. That's exactly right. Yes, sir. So now what are, I always have trouble pronouncing this, what are cyclical, cyclical stocks and non-cyclical stocks and when should you buy each? Well, cyclical stocks have sales and earnings that go through cycles. Uh, and the cycles can be based on macroeconomic or systematic changes in the economy. Non-cyclical stocks are less volatile, uh, just steaming along steadily year after year. So food companies and grocery stores chains are relatively non-cyclical because everybody has to eat. Hotels, airlines, auto manufacturers, and home builders may be cyclical for any number of economic and market reasons. You'd want to try to buy cyclical stocks when a favorable cycle has begun or is on the horizon. And that's sometimes a tough thing to figure out. Right. And I guess like the opposite would be with COVID, travel, the travel industry was slammed and travel, the travel industry would, I guess, be an example of a cyclical stock. And one investment strategy is called ESG investing. How does ESG investing work? Well, ESG stands for environmental, social, and governance. And any sort of security that we've talked about can be classified as ESG. 
some investors just don't want to support certain companies because they don't agree with their business philosophies, or perhaps they want to support others because of what they view as positive attributes. For example, many investors do not want to own stock in companies that sell cigarettes or alcoholic beverages or armaments, or they may want to support women-owned businesses or those with wide ethnic representation on their board of directors. So investors can do their own research on these companies or there are mutual funds, especially geared toward ESG concerns. Yes, and now the last two group categories are called blue chip stocks and penny stocks. What does each mean and how do they factor into risk? Blue chip stocks generally have a reputation for reliability and long-term performance. They're usually older and larger companies Sometimes their CEOs are even close to being celebrities for their consistent good results. They usually have strong underlying value. Penny stocks, literally those whose shares sell for less than $1 and therefore cannot trade on exchanges such as the New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ, are for the investor a real roll of the dice. Most are grossly overvalued based on earnings or assets even at their very low prices. Almost all of them should be studiously avoided. <laughs> I agree. I don't go near penny stocks, but there is a very high risk, very high reward factor, of course, with a potential of huge profit in little time. There's just as much potential for a huge loss in little time, which is why penny stock investors should have a pretty high risk tolerance in order to take those losses sometimes. That's exactly right. And a lot of them are really not much more than a Ponzi scheme. So Right. Penny stocks can have some luck involved. I agree. <laughs> like always, it's always important to consider risk. Why does an investor need to understand these types of stocks and the sectors and industries that we covered last episode in order to maintain their preferred risk level? Risk is not always simple. You might think that a penny stock is less risky than one selling for thousands of dollars a share, but you'd probably be wrong. Preferred stocks or safe stocks may be less risky than common stocks when the market's going down, but their very stability may have an opportunity cost when common stocks are roaring up and one is stuck with a too conservative portfolio. So understanding each security's characteristics is important in formulating a strategy based on one's best expectations. All right. Thank you, Mr. McAllister, for those answers. And that will conclude today's episode on the types of stocks. So everyone out listening, don't forget to go follow us on Instagram at enlightened underscore investing and contact our email enlightenedinvesting at enlightenedinvesting.net. If you have any questions, feel free to check out our website www.enlightenedinvesting.net. We also just launched our blog on that website, so be sure to check that out. So that's all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guest speakers can guarantee possible outcome or profit from our discussions. Our ideas and opinions are based upon reliable information, but in the end, they're only expressions of our best opinions, and some of those opinions could be incorrect.